0: The following podcast contains amazing life advice, positive reinforcement, and good vibes. Masks are optional, but not required. Social distancing of at least six feet from your device is recommended for best audio quality. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to our very first episode of season three of Command S.K., it's And Karin, And we're super excited to introduce our first guest, Alex Panacucci. We're going to be interviewing her and learning a lot more about um, project management and her journey so far and we're just super excited to get our take on things. And we're also really excited because she's going to help teach us about how, how to manage our podcast better because as everyone knows we've been doing a horrible job so Yeah far. pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys it's Treyak uh, and I'm here with one of my wickedly talented colleagues Alex Panacucci. Alex welcome to the podcast.
1: Thanks, Shai. Thanks
0: for having me. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm 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 more excited that you you said yes to doing this. I can't believe you said yes. No, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Um, but guys, we are going to be talking to Alex, and we're going to learn um from her all about her uh, amazing mastery of project management. No, no, she but she she's amazing. Um, so we're gonna learn all about project management from her. Um, Alex has very kindly agreed to tell us about her journey and her sort of career progression and how she got to where she is and her day-to-day and things like that. Um, but before we, we jump into that, Alex, just a fun little like icebreaker question f- uh, for you, just for for our many, many listeners to get to know you. Um, if you had to pull out your phone right now and, and tell me three okay. apps that you couldn't live without, what would those be and why? Okay. Oh man,
1: that's a good question. Yeah. Or even like I your top be... one. My top
0: app? Yeah, or one. Yeah, just top one app.
1: And i would choose the camera I, I i really love photography i think similarly to you yeah um and one of my favorite things to do is to, is to take photos so i probably wouldn't live without that everything we do like as my friend group or family i always like to document like one to look back on later but then also like i really do like the artistry of photography so
0: nice nice all right well let's jump in alex maybe why don't you start by telling us um i mean i already know a little bit like tell us about Um, what you currently do.
1: Yeah, no, happy to. Um, It is funny because we do work together, so it's funny explaining it back, but um, for the folks listening, um, I'm currently a senior project manager at a healthcare technology company downtown Toronto um, called Think Research. Work on a variety of portfolios there and touch a a number of different products. So um, yeah, healthcare technology uh, in Toronto.
0: Nice. So out of curiosity, why, why healthcare technology as opposed to any other field?
1: Um, well, since you asked me to be on this podcast, it did prompt a lot of self-reflection as well as going through my old emails, as well as, um, a journal that I used to keep in, um, Throughout my throughout my undergrad and grad experience, I've basically kept a, a journal or an agenda since like fourth grade. So I'm happy to have these memories to reflect back on. So it's a bit more of a a complicated question because as I reflect on my journey, there have been a couple key points, but um, I, I think really to sum it up, it what brought me to the technology space is uh, my grad school experience and the the opportunities I had to actually work at a, a smaller technology company throughout that time, um, which really prompted my interest in learning more and, and growing in the space. So, yeah, I would say I would probably say my grad school and uh, the first the first full time job I had.
0: Nice. Nice. Um, OK, well, so so going back to grad school, because I know for me in, when I was in grad school, i um, doing my e-health master's. I really didn't know that much about project management. It it was this very kind of abstract, scary thing to me and and as you know it still is to certain, to a certain extent, but for for those who um like me who may not really know much about it, can you break down what what project management is really all about?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think similar to you track when I was in undergrad and also grad school, like I had not really heard much about project management. We did take a like a one module 10, uh, 10 week course on it just to learn the foundations, um, and it's a lot more than just the budget, time, and scope. For me, you know what I think about project management is is how do you, how are you you know leading a group of people or um a, whatever it may be? How are you leading a group of people to get to your final destination to get to um you know the deliverables deliverables along the way whether that be you know you can project manage anything you can project manage a wedding you can project manage uh, technology so it's 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 how to like, communicate where you need to go and the steps along the way so yeah although yes of course it is very much on timeline managing timelines budget and scope for me it's you know how do you deal with the problems and risks and communicate effectively along the way and, and motivate a group of people or, or whatever the the size may be of folks you're working with um to that final destination or that desired that desired milestone.
0: Okay, nice. So with with that being said, and, and this is something I, I know for me when I was learning more about project management in, in my grad, I, I feel like I definitely could have done with a lot of like real advice about you know, you, you very beautifully explained what project management is all about, but maybe um, tell tell people listening about what are some things about being a project manager that you like some like real advice that you wish you were given um, when you were first get uh, exploring the field?
1: I think I, I personally received some feedback like when I was just starting and at the end of my first job. And I mean, it, I don't think it necessarily pertains exactly to project management, but just skill sets in the workplace in general. <laughs> Um, I think like some three key things that if folks, you know, just starting a job or starting a new role, um, regardless of what could be in, like would keep, could keep in mind where, um, be coachable, I think is a really big one. I, I think especially if you're just starting out at a job and your the experiences are new, um, be open to coaching. Like I personally, in my academic and professional experiences have had the opportunity to work um, with some great mentors and especially early on um, when things, you know, even sending and writing out a more formal email is completely new or telling a client for the first time, hey, you know what, it's not gonna pan out exactly this way, but maybe if we take route A, B or C, we can get there a different way. So that that first time, um, kind of crossing those crossing those barriers I think is really important if you have the opportunity to have a good mentor and if you're open to being you know coached through that I think another really big thing um, and like I said these are these are some words of advice a mentor gave to me early on is be very self aware to me what that means is you're able to ask for help when you need it especially in your new, um, new experiences and then I guess the last thing to kind of round up that is 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 a parent with work ethic. So coachability, you know, you're open to interacting with others, especially in more of a mentor mentee relationship. Self awareness, so knowing when to ask for help, um, when you when there when there is an opportunity to push yourself, um, and then work ethic is just you know ready to 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 take on the job, to take on the role, whatever that may be, and um, and keep an open mind and continuing to strive um, for what
0: what your what your end goal is no absolutely and and do you know i I have to say i love that you place such an emphasis on um soft skills just because and and i can say this from my own experiences i think we all especially when we're we're chasing that first job or first foot in the door or whatever it is we we tend to get bogged down with you know these are the technical skills i need to learn and you know um this is what i need to qualify this is the prerequisite but at the end of the day obviously there's certain technical skills you have to learn but soft skills can't necessarily be taught the same way technical skills can. So I, I love that you place the emphasis on, uh, those kind of soft skills. I, I
1: like how you, you did pick up on that cause I, I don't have like a formal background in project management. Um, so for me, I was, you know, going into my first jobs or my first meetings without, um, that more traditional background. So, uh, Definitely when I was like in my first meetings and you know, expected to, to have this role, I would have this meeting, I would write down every single word I didn't know, and I would go home that night from work and Google and learn and, and, and figure it <laughs> figure it out. Like it's funny, I, I looked at my first day my journal for my first day of work for my first job and I have everything written on there from like um harvest, which is a time tracking tool, to like and what does API mean? So it's interesting how, you know, if you think if you're committed to a field, um, and obviously there's, there's so much value in learning the foundational knowledge um, before and then applying, but I kind of went the opposite way. I, I, I learned it in the, out in the field and then, you know, was committed to, you know, really wanting to get all of those skills and get all of those uh, harder skills under my belt. So I, I would go back and try to learn as much as possible, like, what's the best Gantt chart? What is the best project? um plan what is the best work back schedule and really formalize my own personal style mm-hmm. um for those harder skills so i know it's it's often debated which path or i know some folks get pmp's later on um in their careers and some folks get it earlier so it is always such an interesting topic for me um to to cover and talk about hard and soft skills and and applying them a- in both directions both um, learning first and then applying or applying and then learning. So I've had both experiences um, and it's brought different values and different learnings to my life. So I'd like that you asked like that, ask that question.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. It's, it speaks to a much bigger, it's something I very strongly believe in, which is regardless of the field, the theory will, will only take you so far. It's the soft skills that'll, that'll kind of get you to the, the next level. So for sure, I think that's, that's, it's great that you emphasize that.
1: Yeah, and I think that there's a couple times where I learned specifically about agile project management, you know, and I was operating in a, in a role for a certain period of time before actually going back and learning the theory. And there were a few times where I just, I had my head in my hands being like, oh, I wish I had known that because it would have, maybe it would have taken the project another direction. Um, So, but now moving forward, having those foundational elements and foundational understanding of the theory. Um, it's great to apply both the theory and then also the experience.
0: Yeah, for sure. hundred percent. Um, No, that's great. So from, from there, I think then, and and this is something I'm actually genuinely curious about, but going back to the question about like misconceptions, especially when, when you tell people what you, you know, your, your title or your role, what, mm-hmm. what are misconceptions that they have?
1: I'm not sure I've ever had anyone, like just being totally honest with you, like experience express any misconceptions I have you had that experience
0: I mean I, I can definitely say from my own personal just like experience of learning about project management in general I definitely had my own set of misconceptions and I, I think a lot of them were rooted in sort of um, as I mentioned earlier like needing to be so like your, your like technical skill set or hard skill set should be so Um, Solid before even attempting to become a project manager. I think that was my biggest misconception. So I was just curious to see if there are any others that you've ever come across or that you would have had when you first learned about it.
1: Yeah, I I, I haven't particularly, um, like, had any, I would say, big misconceptions, probably aside from the fact that, you know, it does, a project manager is so much more than just timeline, budget, and scope. Like, it's the complex problem. And I, I guess this is very dependent on, the environment or company you find yourself in. And I know that that varies, um, you know, from two person companies to 20,000 person companies, a project manager is going to mean something different at, um, each organization. But for me, I think that, yes, of course, you know, understanding how to manage those foundational things allows you to take on more complex problems and more complex, um, governance structures, um, but I think, yeah, I think for me, it's, it's really about, of course, those foundational elements, but then also, like, how do you communicate to other people? How do you communicate or how do you understand the background people have um, coming into a conversation and find a way to relate the message you need to get across to them? So mm-hmm. being empathetic in, in, that, in, that, in that sense is, is also very important um, and effectively communicating up, down um, whichever way you need to get uh, the message across
0: for sure for sure and and i think to that I'm, I'm curious to kind of understand earlier you talked about what got you interested sort of in, in project management in the healthcare technology context maybe take take another step back and tell us what got you interested in in project management
1: okay so what got me interested in the field specifically healthcare technology well i've always been interested in healthcare um my undergrad was a bio degree, um, and then my master's degree was also in, in student medical sciences. So I've always been interested in the healthcare aspect. Um, I was a few months into grad school, and I was like having coffee chats with everyone, reaching out to as many people um, as were interested, and I was super keen in just getting as many um, different... I'm going to... What is that saying? Like, irons in the fire? Yeah. I was interested yeah.
0: Putting many the feelers irons.
1: out, yeah, yeah. Yeah, get as many iron, uh, getting as many irons in the fire out there, and just seeing what came back and what what stuck with me. Um, so interestingly, like our my grad school specifically was very focused on getting subject matter experts like into the classroom and having that open discussion. So um, one woman came in; she was talking about an app she was creating. She worked at a hospital, um, and I, I was really interested about her story and and you know, how she got from inception to actually patients on the bedside using an app. Um, I went to her and I just had a very informal meeting and she said, you know, if you're interested in technology, um, I recently worked um, closely with, a, with another colleague, you, you should you should reach out to them. So I did. Turns out there was an, um, an internship uh, opportunity available. Um, you know, I was the seventh person hired. Um, at that company. So when that's a little bit, that's small, you're, you're doing a little bit of everything. So yeah. although I was hired as, um, at first an intern, um, you know, you get your exposure to managing a project, to managing clients, to understanding operations, um, to, of course, like business development. So I wouldn't say, um, there was ever a point where I was like, oh yes, project management forever. It's just more of, I enjoyed the way my mind worked um when I was solving those problems and when I was put on those projects specifically in healthcare and
0: tech no that makes makes perfect sense and and something I you know I can definitely relate to and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to in the sense that it's not always as as cut and dry as saying is all right project management that's what I'm going to do it's it's knowing kind of what you enjoy figuring it out getting those experiences and then from there just i would i would almost describe it as naturally progressing into the 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 kind of right right track
1: yeah someone recently explained to me this concept of flow state so when you're working and i i've not looked it up we just were talking about it socially in a conversation informally um and it's the type of work that like when you start working on it your mind just kind of time passes and your mind is just so focused yeah for me that was like Whatever it may be, like building apps for for different clients, or communicating, um, communicating what the next steps were, laying out a plan, and you know finding the next ways to execute, or you know if something did go wrong, resolving that, and then finding the way, the steps forward. So um, for me, it it definitely came up a bit more naturally, and of course with the opportunity to have you know, great work experiences. And like I already mentioned, great mentors, um, you build up with your experience to, uh, to get that repertoire of, of hard and soft skills.
0: I guess what, what I'm curious to know, then is with with that being said, was there ever a point that you considered anything um, other than project management or, or that type of work? And if so, um, I think you kind of touched on already, but what made you decide that this is not for me.
1: It's a really good question. Um, just because I think that like a lot of folks may be entering in a, the university in a biology degree, you know, the the prominent, the prominent um, positions you know or natural next steps that a lot of you at least see a lot of folks take is you know research or to be a doctor. And those, that was the same for me. I had the opportunity to have some really great internships and shadowing opportunities in academia and then in also uh, the hospital setting so they're probably until about my third or fourth year or sorry at my third and fourth year i decided i was like okay you know what i'm gonna try to go down the doctor route um That's a little late to be deciding to go to med school. (laughs) Yeah. Highly reliant on GPA and studying. So for me deciding in your fourth year to apply um, to med school, in in retrospect, I I will admit it was a little late. Um, And, but similar to, you know, I I really just wanted to get as many options available to me. So finishing up grad, you know, studied for, sorry, undergrad, um, studied for the MCAT, applied to graduate school, applied to jobs, and, and really it, it was a period of uncertainty of what was going to land. Um, and I, I, I'm originally from the States, so I was so unsure about what I was going to do. I, I packed my bags from Canada, moved home for, I think, three days, and then got an email from my grad school saying I was accepted. Wow. So I had to turn my, like, truly turn the car around. <laughs> um go back go back to to graduate school and really when I was in that mindset I just was saying to and I think I already mentioned this like just try to learn as much about as much as possible so you can discover what you like um like I mentioned at the beginning I I read over my graduate school journal um and truly the first thing I write is I'm in a discovery phase <laughs> <Everything>, <laughs> Like those are the first five words um, of that period of my life. So I was like, everything inspires me, which uh, also makes me feel a little bit nervous. Like just trying to get as much um, information on as much topics as possible, so I, I can I can find something that excites me and uh, inspires me. Um, because right now I'm in a and I'm in a point where, where I'm getting a, I, I feel inspired to do so much. So. Um, it was really exciting to get to get an opportunity to really focus that that energy and focus those um fo yeah, focus that energy in one specific place, which um ended up being something that I was really inspired to, which is the healthcare technology. So No,
0: that that was honestly the best answer. And can I just say uh just on a side note for people listening, this is why um at, at work Alex is always called the quintessential project manager. Like she just said, uh, like I'm in the discovery phase. That is such a Amazing. Just no words. Amazing. So, Alex, switching gears. (laughs) I love that. Um, I
1: think people are. I just know that I'm like smiling, laughing throughout this whole thing. Because I'm like, of course, in typical project management style, I have like eight papers in front of me, trying to read my notes, trying to prep. Like, this is a kickoff call. Oh, my God. (laughs) Truly, I'm like, if this question's answered this way. If this question's
0: asked, go this way. Like, oh my god. Don't worry. There, there, there's some time to and with another piece of
1: paper, so <laughs> <laughs> you choose what to include Track in, in this. Alex,
0: if you want at the end of this podcast I can recap next steps for you as well. Oh
1: my gosh, please. I would, I need to know the next steps because I'm so foreign uh, to the uh, uh, the podcast world so
0: Oh my god don't don't worry so are we um, <laughs> Um no switching switching gears a little bit though Alex on a on a like real note maybe tell kind of break down for us what what a typical day in the life of Alex Panacucci at work looks like.
1: Well, I mean, we like like many folks, I'm assigned a set of clients. Um, so a lot of the day consists of uh, client meetings. A lot of the day consists of uh, internal meetings, operational work. Um, and then a lot of the day consists of, you know, prepping for, you know, whatever next step or whatever phase the project is in and, and really um, digging your teeth into into um, what that work looks like. So, I mean, if I'm at the start of a project, it's a lot of project planning, um, getting to know your clients, figuring out those their needs, figuring out ways that you think you can meet your, those needs. Um You know, getting a team around you to support the client and support the project all the way through um, and really, you know, taking those initial steps. If it's a client that I've had for quite some time, the client is a bit more operational, then it it is really planning. What is the next step? How do we support you in this operation? How do we support? um, And I know, Trek, you're familiar with these words because they're used a lot in in our work. The adoption and utilization of that technology. So... It varies depending on I guess the the legacy of the client um, and what stage the project is at, but typically you know it is it is a lot of it is a lot of um, operational and client meeting work
0: that I think that's the perfect recap and it,
1: the
0: these are these are questions that like i I know I'm still still curious about, even though I work with you, but I know people hopefully listening to this who are still in you know, grad or undergrad would are, are really curious to kind of know these things. So really, really appreciate you kind of being so transparent about these things. Um, all right. Well, Alex, my, my very last question for you today is, if you could give your younger self any advice, whether it be about figuring out what you want to do with your life professionally, project management, or otherwise, or just anything at all? What what would it be?
1: I'm so happy you're asking this question because this is actually something I, you know, was hoping you'd ask. Well, I know that you ask it because I listened to your podcast. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy I also was asked. Um, I ask myself often, and I have this now printed in my bathroom and like framed so I look at it every morning it's been because it's been a it's been a lesson that I've had to learn um okay so what I often think about um and when I ask myself a a lot uh these days is when something is hard I, I guess I what's another I'm trying to think about the way to phrase this best when do you get the most fulfillment out of things is when I ask myself and the two options I see are Was it when something came easy and you did them well immediately? Or was it when something was hard and it took a lot of time to figure out um, the answer and then you either got there or you didn't? Um, And this is kind of coming from this book Mindset, which I really like. I've only read the first couple chapters, but it's basically like I feel like I get the most fulfillment when things are hard and you learn more from them. And then it almost is like it doesn't matter if whatever it is, the project or the... Yeah, if the project failed because you've done so much learning throughout, so I think that that's something that I've had to really wrap my mind around, and like I was saying in prepping for this, um, and especially through you know the years post grad and getting those first jobs, getting those that first those first opportunities, um, I was like, oh, if things aren't perfect, like they're terrible. Yeah. Um. So, but slowly I've learned, you know, if things don't come easier. If things are hard, you almost get more out of them because you get the lessons along the way. So in my bathroom, I have life doesn't have to be perfect to be wonderful, which I know sounds kind of lame, but it is that constant reminder that even if things fail or you have the most perfect project plan and, and they they fail, it's it really is better to have a plan that fails than no plan at all because the lessons you... Learn throughout making that initial plan, um, and and the trials and tribulations and the challenges along the way um, are what really makes what I personally believe what really makes you succeed and the next opportunity. So, um, yeah, that's that's what I would say.
0: That's that's amazing, and I I think that's advice all of our younger selves need. Uh, the The amount of times I I wish I would taken lessons learned more seriously. So that that is. Perfect that I really 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 appreciate that uh, coming from you Alex um now the very last thing we we like to do just to end off all of our podcast episodes we we started this in season two, so i'm gonna I'm okay. gonna tell you the joke and let's see if you can guess if they're just like really bad dad jokes all right <laughs> so why can you not trust stairs?
1: Why can you not trust stairs yeah then Oh my god, I want to say like something about the step may be too high. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that, that's actually
0: a pretty close guess. I I'm, I'm really impressed. <laughs> the the answer is because they're always up to something.
1: Oh man, track. <laughs> does this pod does this podcast know that you send our uh, <laughs>
0: jokes every day well they I, do, every, do every monday every week i mean they they do now and of course i set it up as an automation on src
1: yes even prepping for this for this um for this podcast the way you sent me the like integrated notes to my iCloud i was like wow this is such a shrag <laughs> like all the all, he knows all the plugins and all the features and how to use all the apps to their full potential so this is Go. Oh my
0: yeah. god. Oh man. Yeah, I I love it. I love it. Well, Alex, thank you so much for for being a guest on our podcast on our very first season 3 episode. Um if there if anyone listening to this has any any questions for us or for Alex, um you can definitely tweet us at commandsk. So, Alex, maybe you can tell folks where else they can reach out to if they have any questions for you, if they want to connect.
1: But yeah, no, I'd I'd definitely be happy to answer any questions or any follow-up comments folks will have. Like I'm very curious to hear about the reaction to this podcast, so I would say LinkedIn is definitely the best place for me and happy to chat with anyone further about uh, questions you have on project management or just working through um, post-grad, in-between jobs, beginning of new jobs, whatever it may be um period in life so yeah definitely happy to
0: reach out awesome well alex thank you so much again for being the very first guest on season three of our podcast and thanks so much to those who tuned in we've got so many more amazing episodes coming up talking with all kinds of interesting people doing very interesting things in their lives um but until then we'll see you in the next one because we know you're also eager to learn more about our podcast because of course (laughs) Make sure to follow us on Twitter at CommandSK. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, and we hope to have something set up for our wonderful Androidians real soon. This episode was sponsored by Late Night Edits, Sugarfield Brain Blast, Drained Headphone Batteries, and listening to the same section of an audio file so many times you have the words down by heart.